Welcome to Freelance Gems, a podcast designed to help you make your service-based business a whole lot less work and a whole lot more fun. Imagine your client being impressed by your workflow before you even book them into your calendar or hop on a call. They feel like every step has been planned out and they're being guided through a process that works instead of trying to make it up on the fly with you over way too many emails. Now imagine on your end, logging on to Zoom for a 15-minute consult call that actually only needs to be 15 minutes long, already knowing their budget, their goals, and why they even chose to work with you, meaning you can focus less on trying to pull those important details from them and more on digging deeper and seeing if you even want to work with them. I hope you guys liked that. That was like my first time doing a really corny scenario thing. Um, <laughs> but these fairy tales can be your reality. I also wrote that down. Okay, this is sound like a used car show sale. I don't know. Anyway, today we're covering five steps on how to level up your inquiry experience so your discovery calls can be less stressful and you can be more picky. Honestly, this whole episode is just about being picky. I don't know about you guys, but I've had some pretty messy inquiry experiences with my clients where I barely knew what was going on more than them and I'm supposed to be organizing the whole process. So, you know, you can guess how that went. I've also taken on some clients that were not the best fit because the discovery call was more like an interview than me actually interviewing them or I didn't do a good enough job of explaining the actual service beforehand so they pretty much knew nothing going into the call and it just became a kind of rushed experience for them trying to figure out everything in 20 minutes. So my goal with this episode is to prevent that from happening to you and your clients and help you create a more streamlined, elevated inquiry process so that ultimately you book more clients and you book more ideal clients. I stumbled across this idea because I kind of wanted to build on the breakdown of your website and its connection to the client experience. And I was going to make this whole episode just about your inquiry form, but I realized that would probably be a pretty short episode because there is some more to it than just the form itself. But I based this whole process around your inquiry form being a really good initial filter. So the first step in elevating your booking process is to set up a detailed inquiry form. Other people will say the opposite and make it as short as possible to prevent any friction but I stand by having a medium to long inquiry form. And I say medium to long because the more booked out you are, the longer it can be. But at any stage, here's the essentials you should be asking. Their name, their website, their socials, their budget, their ideal timeline or launch date if it's a one-time project, why they want to work with you, where they found you, and which service they're interested in of yours, as well as what their goals are with working with you. Now you can weed some of these out if you are at the beginning stages and you don't want to make things too long and drawn out for people, but when you think about it, these really aren't that many questions, but they're still substantially longer than the average inquiry form, which is oftentimes just a name, email, maybe website, and that's pretty much it. So when you're getting an inquiry like that, you really don't know what you're getting and it leaves a lot to have to be figured out on the call that potentially you don't even want to figure out. If it turns out they don't have the budget 
or they're not even interested in your work, they're just kind of price shopping, those are people you probably don't want to work with and this inquiry form can help show you that right away. I also recommend titling this form as a client application form and it sounds like a small thing but these little differences in how we title things make all the difference in setting yourself up as a professional right from the start. So when you're doing this, you're just kind of cueing to them that, oh, it's actually a privilege to get to work with you and you might be busy, you might be booked out and they have to apply and see if they'll be accepted. So that totally flips the script on basically them interviewing you in a discovery call. And I also recommend letting them know of your availability either right underneath this form or above it so that if you are booked out for the next month or two months, they know that they need to plan ahead of time to work with you and they also know that you're in demand. So once again, it's just positioning you as the epic professional that you are. The next step is to automate your inquiry response. So you can use a tool like HoneyBook to automate your inquiry response or if you already use Zapier and want to connect a Zap, you can do that here too. I like HoneyBook because you can actually create your form on the platform and then embed it on your website so you have your lead system directly linked with your form and automations so that's just always nice but that being said if you are on a budget and you want to keep your tools to a minimum because they will stack up a template ready to send in gmail will work just as fine and you can create templates in the platform no extra apps none of that so the main point here is just to remove friction right from the start and also so that they don't feel like they just sent an inquiry into the void if you don't answer in a couple of days. So whether you have this automated or you just have it in a template ready to send, this is an example of what my inquiry response says. Hey, thanks so much for inquiring to work with Opal Templates. Your application will be reviewed and if accepted, you'll receive a link to schedule a free discovery call within one to two business days. This call will be a no-pressure chat for us to get to know each other and see if the website week is the right fit for you and your business. To make the most of our time together, please review the website week guide attached to learn more about the package and bring any questions you have to the call. Talk soon! So right there, I did a few things. I further set up the idea that it is an application process so it's going to be reviewed and it might not be accepted to move on to the call so that way you don't just have any random Tom and Harry getting on a call with you all the time because that is a waste of your time if they don't have the budget or they're the opposite of your ideal client it's a waste of both of yours time so I say right from the get-go what the process looks like and how long they can expect to wait to hear back if they will get to schedule a discovery call and I also set up that the call itself is no pressure so they don't feel like they're getting stuck or it's going to be some crazy sales pitch. And then the last thing I throw in is the website week guide. So I highly suggest having a services guide or package specific guide to send them so that they can answer a bunch of their questions before you hop on the call. And that is actually also the third step in this process. The third step is creating a services guide or a package specific guide for each package you offer. So this can be attached to your inquiry responder like I explained above, or it can be something they download on the landing page for your services before they even schedule a call. I actually recommend having both 
a landing page for each service as well as a services guide just that they have this one spot that can really get into the nitty-gritty and it's less about just trying to even convince them that they want the package because that's what your landing page has done and it's more about letting them know the details of the process, the deliverables, and things like that. This sets you up so that the call is really just a place to answer any remaining questions, but mostly just to get to know each other and affirm that you want to work together. The fourth step is to create a red flag client scorecard to fill out on the discovery call. So score them on things like if they talk to you in a condescending tone, if they have a goal that's unrealistic or unaligned with your business, if they say things like, I could do this myself, or I could hire someone cheaper to do it. If they talk poorly about other service providers they worked with. If they repeatedly try and pick apart your pricing or ask for discounts. If they insist that your boundaries won't work with them. Or if they simply don't have the budget for the package they want. These are all red flags. And of course, you can be reasonable and still be a human if someone says one word and the wrong tone it doesn't mean that they're completely booted off the list but just use your common sense here and also use your intuition to feel if it's going to be a good fit or not and then at the end of your call you can just run through this list and see how many things you checked off because sometimes it's easy to forget what was even said in the call or what made you feel a certain way so then you have this record to make decisions based off of after the call okay the last and final step step five is to map out what the post-discovery call process looks like. So whether you send a contract and invoice right away because you close the sale on the call, or you send a proposal and then send the rest, create email templates for what happens after the actual booking of the project, which you can also do in a fancy CRM like HoneyBook or just Gmail. So then you know exactly what is happening after the call because this is a really crucial time where you can lose people if you forget to send something or it takes too long or the post-discovery call process is disorganized. That's it. This was a really short episode. I wanted to just stick to the point and share some tips that have helped my inquiry process go smoother. I hope this helps you streamline your process, and most of all, I hope these changes help you switch your mindset to a pickier one, because you do get to decide who you work with, and there are some really fun clients to work with out there that you just haven't met yet. Alright, I'll see you next week!